So a good couple of years back, I remember watching a movie uh, with Clint Eastwood uh, called Heartbreak Ridge. I think it came out in '86, so it's probably considered a classic by now. But uh, there's one scene in it where he's training in these uh, new soldiers, these new recruits, and um, they decide to go out for, for a jog. So Clint Eastwood is, is leading the, the, the charge. Well, it's not really much of a charge, actually. That's kind of the problem. He's going for a somewhat leisurely jog, and all these new recruits are kind of ganging up behind him going, why is he going so slow? Why is he going so slow? We can run way faster than this. So they blast past him, saying, we're going to leave this, this old loser behind us. So they blast off running, and uh, then about two minutes later, they're all stopped, hands on their knees, panned out, pan- panting like crazy, and Clint just kind of bounds past them and gets back to base, you know. Uh, and proving, them, proving to them like that, that it's kind of slow and steady wins the race as opposed to blasts of energy. Uh, and I think when it comes to the spiritual life, it's somewhat similar. Actually, when it comes to spiritual life, it's exactly the same. When it comes to actually doing anything to uh, uh, excel or, or attain some degree of perfection in, in, in any discipline, consistency always beats intensity. Consistency always beats intensity. And this is where, in the spiritual life, we like it to be, another, maybe, maybe also in sports, we'd like it to be different. We'd like to be able to train really, really, really hard for one week and then suddenly be an expert. But that's never the way, it doesn't work for languages, doesn't work for music, doesn't work for sport, doesn't work for relationships. You know, a really, really intense week and then suddenly we're in love. Um, consistency beats intensity. Consistency. Uh, if we want to learn anything, a half an hour every day for a year is far better than three days with you know, no sleep and just, just focusing on that thing, whatever it is. That's why pilgrimages and things like that, they're absolutely wonderful. They're great to go on. They're great experiences. You know, when someone comes back from Medjugorje with a high, um, absolutely delighted for them. And we need high points. We need moments that, that, that lift us up. We need kind of boosts every now and again. But you can't live from boosts because consistency beats intensity. Consistency beats intensity. If we're going to live this, if we're going to live our faith, it's, it's a consistent living of it that actually makes us saints, not a sudden blast of, of, of religiosity. That, that's nice, but not, it's, it's not really going to work. In our reading today, we see something very uh, revealing that probably maybe goes over most of our heads because this isn't our, our, we're not Jews, so a lot of these traditions, we don't really fully understand them. Uh, we don't live them. So it speaks about the Lord making a covenant with Abram. And in Abram's time, the way uh, a covenant was sealed <clears throat> was you take an animal, a heifer or uh, a turtle dove, as we see here, we have a, a ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. And he cut them in half and put half on one side, half on the other, but the bird does not cut in half. Okay. Now, the idea is, in the Old Testament, if you were to form a covenant with someone, you get these animals, you, sac- you sacrifice them, and see, these sacrificing them, it is a sacrifice. You have a whole animal here that you had to rear and feed and take care of and protect, and now you're just going to cut it in half and burn it. So it seems like a waste. So it is, a, it is a, a material sacrifice as well. 
So you sacrifice, you have these animals halved, and the idea is that you then walk between the two halves of the animal and the other person with whom the, the, the covenant is sealed walks through the, 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 the halved animals as well. The idea being, if I don't honour my half of this covenant, may what has happened to these animals happen to me. Okay? So it's, 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 it's a graphic, very visible, very tangible, very concrete way of sealing a deal. Uh, that may what has happened these animals happen to me if I don't honour it. So, so these birds, these sorry, these um, sacrifices are, are then are then halved, not the birds. But it doesn't mention Abraham walking through them. Okay, so now the, 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 Abraham falls into a deep sleep, and so on, and then then there appeared a smoking furnace. So not built by Abraham or Abraham at this point. Uh, a smoking furnace, and a firebrand that went between the two halves. So a, a mystical firebrand, if you will. So basically, God himself goes through the two halves of these animals, not Abraham. So he's saying, God is saying, like, if, that he will honor his part. And it's just very interesting when we fast forward then to the cross, like where our infidelity and our sinfulness did fall on him or he decided to take that, that sinfulness on him and become sin as St. Paul says become sin he who is without sin becomes sin and offers that atones for that pays for that in his own body so may what has happened to these animals happen to me is something that God should never have had to do but chose to do out of love for us it's, it's, it's quite a you know I said tying the New Testament the Old Testament into the New Testament it, it, it's quite profound and very, very beautiful imagery. Abraham and, and God form a covenant. God honours his part. God is the one willing to pay the price if anyone falls short, and he does. And what makes a saint of, of Abraham or ourselves or anybody, it's consistency. Consistency. That on a daily basis we pray. On a daily basis we're trying to live a virtuous life on a daily basis we're trying to overcome vice on a daily basis we try to walk with him on a daily basis we try to, to live according to his law on a daily basis we want to be filled with his grace on a daily basis pass that grace out to others on a daily basis serve and then then we begin to see growth it was just towards the end of the year here in Holy Family during one of the evening prayers uh, I just observed them like that that over the last nine months, they had spent more than two hours a day in this chapel. More than two hours every day. So we have a holy hour, we have a half an hour then before Mass, then Mass itself, uh, which is, is a little over half an hour. Uh, so low over two hours every single day. Now that has an effect on the soul, probably more than they realize, because towards the end of the year, it might sound like we're patting ourselves on the back, um, complimenting them or noticing within them the changes, the growth that has taken place. We're not saying that because we were so amazing, but you've spent time, two hours a day here with the Lord. That changes you. If your heart is open at all, that changes you because you get to spend time with the Lord who loves, who heals, the giver of life. That changes a person. If the heart is open, that changes. If the heart can be closed too, that does happen. But if, if we're open to that, 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 the consistency of that time with the Lord 
can completely change us and completely form us and completely heal us. So we ask the Lord today, he who takes upon himself our sinfulness, our failure, he who is always faithful to his word, he who is always faithful to his covenant, may he form us, form our hearts and heal our hearts that on a daily basis we may walk with him to discover true peace, true healing and life to the full. Amen.